Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette and I'm the host of Manifest Daily. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm so excited to have you tuned in for your first episode of Manifest Daily. I hope, you know, I hope it gives everything that it needs to give for you, okay? I hope it gives everything and more. And for all my OG listeners, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, today we have another guest episode, so I hope you guys are excited. I hope y'all have been feeling the vibes of the guest episode. We had a lot of good feedback on the episode with Erin Lyons. I'm so happy you guys enjoyed it. I'm so happy you enjoyed her energy, her vibe, everything that she brought to the conversation. She's an absolute light. I love chatting with her. And listen, whenever I'm in New York, Erin girl, okay, I'm gonna see you for lunch, for coffee or something. We're gonna have to get together. So... My loves, we have another guest episode today. Like I said, I'm chatting with Holly Hustler. I'm gonna tell y'all a little bit about Holly in a minute, but before I do, I wanted to catch y'all up, okay? Give y'all tea. Talk about what's going on in current, uh, everyday, present reality on my end. Y'all know I love to catch up with y'all and just talk about where I'm at, what's going on, all the things. So it is currently Monday, June 13th, and it is a beautiful day in Dallas. I feel like every single time I come I'm talking about how much I love the weather here like y'all it's so crazy because I didn't realize like how much I really 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 just like thrived off of sunlight until I came here until I was able to like live in a space where I get so much sunlight so much natural light throughout the day and it don't even be clouds out here like what clouds in the sky it really just be like all sun which is you know, really good if you like the heat, if you like warm weather. If you are not, don't come here. Maybe don't come here. It's been 102 degrees the past couple days. I think today's about to be 103. Don't come. If you can't handle the heat, maybe get out the kitchen. Get out the Dallas kitchen because all it's giving is heat. So I'm so excited for today. I think I'm going to go and sit by the pool. We're going to see. Guys, last time I literally had this whole plan. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, wait. Wait, 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 girl. I just saw a wasp. Hold on. Let me get my bug spray. Be right back. Because what the hell is this? Girl, I am so sorry if I just yelled in y'all's ear. Like, I really apologize because I, I'm stunned. And I'm going to keep this in because I need y'all to really feel the energy of what I'm talking about right now because I was just about to complain about these wasps. What's crazy is when my mom was here, she stepped on one. Like, I'm in the office, right? I'm literally in the office. I don't be opening my windows. I don't open my windows. I don't be opening no doors. So I don't know how the hell these wasps are getting in. This is only the second time it's happened because when my mom was here, she was in here. She was standing in the office and she stepped on one. She literally was like, that was the worst pain she's ever felt. And she found it, picked it up off the ground, whatever. So ever since then, my little tail been coming in my office with my raid bug spray. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Raid all day, all day long. I don't play with these bugs. And while I'm just sitting here minding my own business, recording this episode for y'all, you know, upbeat, trying to be on my productivity shit today. And while I look over and it's a wasp on my windowsill and it's dead. So... What I'm really questioning is one, how you get in here? How you get in here? Cause I know I didn't invite you. And two, why are you dead? Well, I'm glad you're dead, but like, how you get in here? Cause, cause what? <laughs> like somebody please answer this question for me. Now I'm looking, I'm seeing a bug over there. Is that a spider? It's too much going on right now. It is too much going on. So long story short, because I wasn't even telling the story until like, I was telling the story, but then got distracted. But long story short, 
I was saying I want to go sit by the pool, but the last time I had brought my book out there, all my stuff out there, went to go sit by the pool, have me a nice, cute, aesthetic pool day with my Kindle and my sunglasses and my little beach bag. Why I see a whole bunch of wasps? It was given family reunion, and I was like, I'm not part of this family. I'm a, I'm a go. <laughs> I'm a go. I'm a just. I'm a head out. And really, I was there for like two minutes before I said, well, that's that. So now I'm nervous because I just seen a wasp. Like, uh. and one thing about wasps is they're going to sting you. A bee, a bee is not going to sting you. Like, I used to be so afraid of bees, but I realized, I've come to realize and I've come to learn that bees do not want to sting you because they die. Like, they don't want to die. <laughs> like, they're not trying to bother you as long as you don't bother them. They're actually pretty friendly. Like, I... Like, now I actually find them very, very adorable. If you know me, like, you know that's a big step because I, I don't like bugs like that. But bees are really, really cute. Like, they don't they don't want to bother you. But these wasps, though, these wasps, they trying to fight. They trying to tussle. <laughs> and I don't want to fight with you. Like, leave me alone. So we going to see if I make it to the pool. It's giving no. It's giving, I might walk outside and, like, stand in the sun for a little bit and call it a day because... I don't want to tussle with these wasps. I don't. So my loves, I also want to give y'all an update on the new podcast that's coming. I know we talked about it. I am so excited. Like, I feel like when I started to put it in motion, when I actually set things going, set things off, when I like spoke about it out loud to people and like started to bring it to life, I got kind of scared because I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to really balance this plus manifest daily plus like everything else and I was getting really nervous because it was something that I wanted to do I was excited about but I also knew that it would mean taking on something new I am just in a a a period a chapter a state of my life where I'm embracing all of the new experimentations I don't know what experimentations experiment expirations girl is Mercury still in retrograde? Because I am struggling today. I was in a meeting today. I don't know what the hell I was saying. I was trying to figure out what to say. I couldn't even figure it out. But I'm in a season where I just want to explore, okay? Long story short, I just want to explore. So I'm very excited about the show because, like I said, at first I was getting kind of, like, nervous. I was like, am I going to be able to do all this stuff? And I think the more that I've been leaning into this calling, leaning into just exploring and not placing high expectations on what this looks like, what it turns into, any of that, the more I'm just finding myself having so, so, so much fun with it. So I'm very excited because we officially, I will say we officially have a launch date. We officially have a launch date. Um, If anything changes, I will let y'all know because so far it's like set in stone, but obviously we're still a little bit out, so things could change. But what I am aiming for is to have the episodes go live on Thursday so y'all get your manifest daily tea on Tuesdays and you'll get your daily scandal tea on Thursdays. And we're going to do every other week. So because of the nature of these episodes, um, they are going to take a bit more time for me to actually like produce. So because of that, I want to make sure I'm not doing the most and trying to give y'all an episode weekly. I really want to aim for high quality and not necessarily high quantity um, with these, especially as it's, it's a lot of this work is being done on my end and I just don't want to overwhelm myself. So we're going to be aiming for a launch date of August 4th. That is the first Thursday in August. And y'all going to get two episodes on that day if everything goes according to plan. I'm like, should I tell him this? Should I promise? Should I, should I over promise? Or what, what is it? Under promise, over deliver? Girl, this is this is the regular promise. This ain't even under promising. This is what I'm aiming to do. If anything changes, I'm going to update y'all. But I'm just excited for that. I'm not going to tell y'all what the episodes will be. So for that, y'all are going to have to tune in when it's live. But I will say that once uh, the actual like show and everything is created and there's something to link to, I will be having the link in the show notes for you guys so that you're able to 
reference it that way. You're able to search in Apple, Spotify, all the things. Like I'm just very excited about this. And I think y'all gonna love it too, especially for my girlies who y'all like a little scandal, but y'all don't want nothing too like low energy. You feel me? You want something where it's still upbeat. Like I'm gonna be talking my shit. Best believe I'm coming with the tea and I'm coming with my thoughts on the tea. And I'll be having a lot of thoughts for some of these things. Like some of these scandals, I'll be watching or I'll be listening. I'll be learning about them. I'll be like, now how the hell this happened? How the hell we let these people that scam us out of all these billions and millions of dollars and and look at this. <laughs> so if you are ready for me to talk about these things and have some thoughts, okay, some spiced thoughts, then definitely stay tuned. Um, I'm gonna have all the tea on it and stuff. I don't think I'm gonna necessarily, I don't know if I'm making any new social media pages or anything like that. At this point, I don't, I don't think I'm doing all that. But if I do anything, like I said, I will talk about it on here and I will link to the show notes for you guys so that you can, so that you can, <laughs> so that you can find all the things you need in the show notes. So yes, my loves, I'm looking at this dead wasp. I'm really going to have to, after I record this intro, get a piece of paper towel and pick it up. This is what I need my mom here because I don't like touching these dead bugs. It's mm, not for me. It's not for me. So my loves, as I've said a couple times already, today is a guest episode. We are chatting with Miss Holly Hustler. Holly is going to do, of course, her intros and tell y'all all about who she is, what she does, all that good stuff. But I want to do like a little mini intro as well before we dive into the conversation with Holly. From performing original pop tunes at the London O2 stage to an audience of 20,000 people and her girl band days, and she's going to tell you all about the girl band and how she got in and all that good stuff, to singing healing mantras and playing magical instruments to seas of sleeping yogis at events, festivals, and studios across the globe, Holly Hustler's journey has taken some unexpected turns. After years of feeling lost, Holly's yoga practice led her back to herself and to her musical roots, drawing to the surface a deep desire to help people find conscious connection and inner peace through yoga and music, which led her to train as both a yoga teacher and a sound healer. Holly is exploring different ways to be a conscious musician in this world and is excited to be releasing her first album called Luminous Shadow this summer. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear more about Holly. She brings a ton of different expertise and advice and just all the knowledge that we need to understand sound and how sound can be used as a healing practice in our spiritual journey. So I am going to stop rambling on and we're going to get to the conversation. Thank you, my loves, for being here, for listening, of course. Um, if you haven't left a review for the show and you enjoy the podcast, you listen to it, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, all the things, please feel free to leave a review. And yeah, my loves, let's go ahead and dive into this conversation with Miss Holly Hustler. How are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. It is, it's a gloomy day here today, but I, I'm like confident the sun will come out later today, so I'm excited for that. I might go like sit by the pool or something later, so oh, just I'm ready. Dreamy. I know, I'm just like ready for the afternoon, um, but I am so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for you to be here for the conversation that we're going to have today. Before we dive in, I love to ask all the guests to just kind of like tell a little bit about who they are and what they do. So I would love if you could just do like a little introduction of yourself to the audience. Sure. Gosh, it's always hard to put yourself in little boxes, isn't it? But um, Oh and my it's gosh, sort of, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, all the labels and it's always changing as well, to be honest. I'm not one of these people that sticks to the same thing for the, for the whole of my life, but I'll do my I best. I love that. <laughs> so uh, hi everyone, my name is Holly Hustler and currently I am a sound healer. Um, I'm a sound healer trainer. Uh, I'm, I like to call myself a conscious musician. And I'm also a mum-to-be. I'll be giving birth in a couple of months. Oh, and, congrats! Uh, <laughs> thank you. So I apologize if I've got any like baby brain fuzz going on today. I'll, I'll do my best to articulate myself, but baby brain is real. <laughs> and I am, um, yeah, I guess my, my sort of mission and purpose in life really is to raise the world's consciousness and vibration, shift it back towards balance, peace and harmony again through the power and the magic of sound and conscious music. That's currently where I'm at at the moment. 
Wow, that is beautiful. And I completely agree with you when it comes to like the labels and boxing yourself in and when people are like, What what do you do? Who are you? And it's like, <laughs> I mean, how much time do you have? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a multi-dimensional being. <laughs> Literally. It's like it's like, yeah. And then you gotta sort of like pull yourself back down to, you know, what we know as reality and be like, okay, let me let me give you the labels that will like help you understand. Let me like try to yeah. make this make sense. Um, but I love that you just Described yourself as a sound healer um, and just the purpose that you also are working towards and the purpose that you have in this world. So for anyone listening and also for myself, because I really want to understand this, what is sound healing? So I have like a little nutshell version, but I guess I can go on for a little bit longer as we're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. So I love to describe sound healing. First and foremost, to make it really accessible, sound healing is a form of lying down meditation. And the good news is, all you do is lie down and that is it, do nothing. But so much is happening. It feels like you're doing nothing, but so much is actually happening under the surface, uh, which I'll go into now. So my nutshell kind of explanation is I always love to explain sound healing as science-based. So there is a science behind it, but it's also mixed with a little bit of magic and the unknown and for me that's like the best combination you know and, and of course I can't explain the magic and the unknown side of things but that's where I say really the best explanation is in the experience itself so when you lie down and you receive the sound healing some things just can't be explained in words and it's it's such a different unique experience and journey every single time for every single person depending on where you're at in your life sound will always show you and bring to the surface what needs to be seen so that's kind of like the magic aspect of it and I'll, I'll really leave that to you to kind of experience it for yourself and uh, come to your own conclusions um, and as for the science this is more for like the skeptical people out there who <laughs> are like well I'm sure it's really lovely and re relaxing but you know does it do everything that it says on the tin so mm -hmm. the science behind the sound healing sound healing it works with energy vibration uh, frequency and sound waves to essentially shift us and the vibrating cells that make up who we are back into our natural state of being, which actually is balance, peace, harmony. That's actually our natural vibration, our natural state of being. Um, it's really hard to believe because most of the time, most of us are not in that vibration because, you know, life is life and we get affected by things like stress and, and trauma and negative thinking patterns and limiting beliefs, anxiety, you know, all these lovely things that life throws our way. We have to kind of manage these within our body. Balance, peace and harmony is really our natural state. So really, I always see life as a game of, of trying to sort of come back to this natural state of being. Um, and it's and it's in this state where we really feel so aligned. And that's where we're attracting all the things towards us, like, you know, abundance and joy and all the things we want when we're in that natural state. So really, it's about finding ways and finding tools to, to return home. And sound healing is a really powerful way to do it. Do that. Everything in the whole entire universe is is vibrating. And quantum physics says this now, you know, it, it's proven that everything is in a state of vibration. Um, down to the chair that you're sitting on right now and the sandwich that you're eating and also your own human body. We can't see, you know, if you were, if you were to hold up a big microscope, if that's the word, against the, the human body, um, you can't see us vibrating if you're just to look at us, you know, each other now. But if we were to hold up this big giant microscope up against the skin, you would see that the human body is actually made up of hundreds of thousands of vibrating atoms units of energy they're all moving at different speeds which which is frequency it's the amount of times a sound wave goes up and down per second and there's hundreds and thousands of different frequencies in the universe that make up reality uh, all moving at different speeds and uh, so if everything is in vibration and everything is energy everything in the whole universe is vibrating energy everything that vibrates makes a sound has a sound so all to say everything sound oh, wow. <laughs> and, you, and, and, you, and you might be saying but Holly I can't hear my sandwich and Holly I can't hear you know the chair that I'm sitting on well that's because humans have a certain hearing range so we can only hear sound waves that are moving between 20 and 20,000 hertz so frequency is measured in hertz this is where it gets a bit sciencey and just don't worry if it sort of goes over your head but um so for instance 20 hertz imagine like the lowest note on the piano 
is the lowest note that we can, that humans can hear. So that's 20 hertz. So that means that a sound wave is moving up and down 20 times per second. And then the highest thing that we can hear is 20,000 hertz. So that's a sound wave moving up and down 20,000 times per second. So super, super fast. So that would be a really, really high note. And anything, anything below or above these um, frequencies, we can't hear. But we know that sounds exist outside this hearing range because, you know, dogs can hear really high whistles. Whales and dolphins can hear crazy high sounds. And we know this. This has been proven. So there are sounds that exist outside of our hearing range, which just, again, goes to prove that everything is really sound. Yeah, this is like the sciencey bit, but I, I, I like the magic stuff. So we'll come on to that too. But um, so if you look at the human body, we're trying to come back to balance and harmony again. So we've, we've got lots of different frequencies that are making up the human body. And in an ideal world, this is... I'll use an an, an analogy because this really helps me to understand. So um, let's think about the orchestra. So in an orchestra, you've got all the different components, like you've got the strings, uh, the wind, the the drums, the bass, et cetera, et cetera, all the different parts that make up the orchestra. And the orchestra would never just sit down and just immediately start playing their, their instruments because it would probably sound a choir of drowning cats <laughs> like you, you know you need to make sure that you're tuning your instruments so that they sound um, harmonious and they feel good for the audience to listen to that's mostly the intention they want to produce a beautiful piece of music that feels amazing for the audience to listen to um, so the orchestra tunes itself however if you imagine us as an orchestra we don't really do much to tune ourselves to bring ourselves back to harmony again so we've got all the different components within us we've got the um, you know the blood the the systems the organs even our thoughts and our feelings are all energy that make up us all sound waves all vibrations all frequencies vibrating at different rates and you know things like stress trauma anxiety all these lovely things I was talking about earlier these are frequencies that don't sit right in the body they create chaos and disharmony and eventually if not managed and treated dis-ease so it's my belief that disease in the body is is disharmony it's something energetically emotionally off-key off-balance that we haven't managed throughout our lives so it it starts to manifest as something physical. All to say that when you bring sound healing into the mix, this is a tool that uses these beautiful healing instruments. In my case, I use alchemy crystal singing bowls. The sound waves that come out of the bowls are these beautiful healing frequencies that resonate with balance, peace, love, harmony. And they're coming out of the bowls, they're coming into the body, they're locating the parts of us that are vibrating just a little bit off key. I call them like the rebel cells, the the cells that are sort of vibrating, just not quite in harmony. They're just doing their own thing. These beautiful sound waves are working to shift and pull this disharmony back into balance again. It's almost like, you know, the positive thought outweighs the negative thought. It's that kind of concept. And it's called um, harmonic resonance or sympathetic resonance. So it's when a powerful sound wave, harmonious sound wave is coming into the body and working to shift the disharmony back into a state of balance, peace and harmony again. So that's the science behind it. And it's also it's also very magical as well. So there we go. That's a really long winded explanation of what sound healing is. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. And especially your description of literally the fact that we are all sound, right? And one thing I'm so curious about, this is kind of like a, a bit of a tangent, but popped up in my head as soon as you were describing it. But you know, when you like hear that ringing in your ear and I'm not talking mm. about, you know, t- tinnitus oh, yeah. or whenever you have <laughs> issues because you listen to music too loudly. I'm talking about <laughs> the random ringing that you get as sort of a message. Like, what is that? If we could describe that through this this sort of lens of sound healing. Oh gosh. Do you know what? I've noticed it more the more I've gone on this sound healing journey. I have to be honest. This is in the mad, this is in the magic camp, right? <laughs> so, um, I mean, for, for everyone, it's open to interpretation, isn't it? But for me, I used to think, oh, a message is coming through. And I used to kind of sit there and really try and tune into it and be like, what's the message coming through? And sometimes I'd never really feel anything. And I'd think, oh, okay, maybe it's not that. And then what I started to realize was it's actually, there is something coming through, but you don't necessarily need to know consciously what it is. It's almost like, in, in my in my opinion, in my view, in my experience, it feels like 
there's a, p- a piece of wisdom that is coming into your body from the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just sort of being dropped in or implanted into the body, into your into your consciousness somehow. And I think the more that you do this, these kind of healing practices, the more you're open to this this kind of world. The, the more you receive these these kind of things, the more you believe it, of course, as well. So that that's yeah. just my take on it. Oh my gosh, that's a beautiful take on it because the way you describe it is sort of like, you know, because sometimes that does happen to me. And and as you described it, I'll sit there and be like, okay, well, you know, is this related to what I was just thinking or what? It was. It's almost like when you see like angel numbers, and I feel like with angel numbers, it's a little bit easier to interpret a message based on what you were just thinking or feeling or whatever. But with the sound, it's sort of like, well, like, what is it? What is the message? I can't understand that. Like, it's just a ringing, <laughs> right? Yeah. But sort of describing it as like, there is a message maybe being implanted or dropped in that will come up when it is time yeah. for you to understand or recognize the message. That's yes. a beautiful way of interpreting that. So thank you for like that little nugget. Oh, I love, <laughs> gonna, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so curious. Also, when it comes to sound healing, right? You kind of describe some of the benefits of sound healing. If you have other benefits, I'd love to hear. But what does this practice actually look like? Like, so say if you're like, okay. I want to get into sound healing and you want to incorporate this into your life. And you mentioned that on an everyday basis, we're sort of being pulled out of balance and pulled out of harmony, right? So is this something that you're doing every single day to get back into balance? Is this something that you do like once a week? Is it when you feel called to? And what does it look like to actually practice this? Yeah, do you know what? I think it's so different for everyone. I would never say, right, you need to be waking up in the morning and doing 10 minutes of this kind of sound healing every day to bring yourself back into balance. I think there's so many different tools and techniques that you can use to bring yourself back to balance. For instance, I absolutely love just standing on the, the earth with my bare feet and that's that's instant bringing back to my true nature for me. Um, sound healing is just another really, really powerful way to do that. But, you know, it, it might not float someone's someone's boat. It might, it might be that they're kind of not ready for it or not open for it. So it's just so unique for every different person. I'd, I'd say, you know, just try a few different teachers and try a few different uh sound journeys because some teachers will use gongs which are really quite intense and um you can go really sort of deep with gongs uh and then some people like you know me I'm really drawn to the crystal bowls which are still super powerful but they feel more kind of subtle and ethereal that's kind of what I did I sort of tried a few different things and I I found what really resonated for me and then I just followed my intuition from there you know I might go to a sound journey a live one once a month or maybe if I'm feeling a bit off center and intuitively I feel like sound is going to be, bring me back again and um, back to my center I'll then you know stick my headphones on and put on um, a recording of a sound journey so I don't think there's one size fits all I think it's really just be intuitive and tap into you know work out what brings you personally back to center and balance after trying a few different things and uh, yeah explore sound healing and, and see which style and which teacher works for you and then just follow that thread Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful answer. And I love that because I also don't subscribe to this idea of, you know, to follow a spiritual path means to do Mm. certain things at certain times and Mm. with a certain cadence, because I feel like that's very limiting and it doesn't really allow you to explore what you feel called to, right? So thank you. Um, I kind of want to take a step backwards, right? Because we've gone into what sound healing is and sort of the benefits and all of these different things. But I'm so curious about your personal story and what prompted you to actually get into this work. Like, how did you find yourself in this space? <laughs> yeah, gosh, I never know like how far back to go, but I, I always start with Go back saying, to birth. <laughs> <laughs> right. So how I was born into this world. Yes. I was ommed o- into the universe. <laughs> Like, let's go all the way back. No, so, well, I guess, I guess looking back, I've always been a singer. I've always used my voice. Um, I've always loved music and sound in in any sort of capacity. Um, You know, from like singing to Barbie girls when I was six to to doing like little shows, my parents to doing university musical performing arts all of that kind of stuff and eventually I actually found myself in a a girl band in a really cheesy pop girl band (laughs) and that was uh, that was yeah that was a really amazing three years of my life so I'd 
sort of gone to university to study English and I thought I was going to be a, a secondary school teacher did that for a few months realized I absolutely hated it and it was not for me at all so I quit that um did a bit of traveling around the world and yeah I just um I just thought to myself, what would be my absolute dream job? And I just remember being on my computer and I just typed in girl band auditions. And uh, the first thing that popped up was uh, this this audition and, and the closing date was the next day. And it said, we're looking for the last member of an up and coming London girl band, must be blonde, preferably five foot five, between 19 and 24. And I was like, oh my God, that is wow. meant for me. So <laughs> Very yeah, specific. Lo- I, yeah, I know. And I wasn't really into all of this meant to be stuff at the time, but but that was the first time I actually really thought, you know what, this is my job. This is, I'm getting this, this part. Um, and long story short, I went to the audition and, and I got, I got the job. I got the, the part in the girl band and the next few years was, was of course, absolutely incredible. Um, I was li- really living, you know, living a dream and I had best friends in all of these girls. We were touring, touring the country, performed on all the main, um, uh, arenas around London, the UK and Ireland, which was incredible. Um, but saying all of that, even though, yes, I had the time of my life, no doubt about it. Uh, I, I also was... I guess I was kind of lost as a person, you know, I went into a a real party lifestyle, um, you know, not sleeping at the weekends, uh, looking at myself in the mirror multiple times, wondering who the hell the girl was looking back at me and um, was in a relationship that, that wasn't really helping me to grow in the ways that I wanted to. um, And also just, just actually feeling quite misaligned with, with the actual music aspect so even though we were, you know, we were singing, we were performing, we were together, it was amazing. I found myself feeling like a product and, you know, I was told, we were told what to wear, we were told what to sing, how to sing, all about hitting the note, all about being in tune, about sounding great. Um, you know, there wasn't much room for us to be creative and it was never the music that was coming from me or coming from experience or coming from my soul. Um, and at the time I didn't kind of, you know, realize all of this. I just went along with it and, and I did love it. But looking back now, I realize how, yeah, it wasn't soul aligning and soul nourishing for me. It was just, it was, it was quite, I guess, ego based in a way, you know, it was all that kind of want, want to be famous and to get the attention and, but it never quite sat right. So anyway, uh, long story short, the band naturally sort of came to an end. We just decided at the end of the day that we weren't going to to make it in quotation marks because, you know, what does that mean really? Um, we had a great time, but we deci- decided just to call it. And that's when I really, um, I really went downhill actually at that point because all of my income was completely taken out from under my feet. I was living in London at the time in a house share. Um, you know, London is super expensive. If I didn't have mm-hmm. another job on the side, um, my dream job had completely come to an end. I also uh, broke up with this this guy that I was in a relationship with around the same time. And that was a real oh, soulmate wow. connection. So that was really, really tough. So that all sort of ended in me having to move back to my parents' house uh, because, you know, I couldn't afford to live and I was just really not in a good place at all so yeah so I went back to live with my parents and I ended up teaching um, like dance based sort of classes and just really feeling like a loser to be honest like no money just no job just you know back at square one ultimately and um, I remember I I sort of decided and I felt so heartbroken about it but I just decided to just quit music I sort of tried to make it by myself a little bit and doing solo projects with DJs and producers. But again, it just wasn't quite aligned. It wasn't just quite, you know, working out. Um, lots of rejection, lots of, you know, thinking I wasn't good enough, fear of failure, all of that kind of stuff. So I just decided to turn my back on music and it was really heartbreaking because it had always been such a part of my soul and my journey. And at that time I found yoga and, you know, so many people will say that practice yoga, it was a real lifesaver. And I just found my real, you know, peace and calmness on the mat, even though I was crying and at the end of every yoga class in Shavasana, I was just sort of, I guess, coming back home to myself because I'd always been in, in a relationship and never really had you know much time on my own to just to to be with me and to do that inner work um and you know naturally yoga I really feel is is sort of a bridge a lot of the time to the place where you need to go and so after a year or two yoga sort of bridged me to sound healing and um you know because sound healing is is it's in that kind of yoga sphere it's in the wellness sort of industry and I was seeing posters for this this um 
this uh, sound journey that was coming up in London and obviously I'm always attracted to anything to do with sound and actually there was a picture of these beautiful crystal bowls and they were all these rainbow colours and I thought oh my gosh I have to just be near them they're just so beautiful I was just attracted to the colours and um, and I thought oh and they make sounds as well and it's healing this sounds amazing I put myself on and I, I went along to this this sound journey at Tryoga Camden which is one of the big studios in London and um, yeah, just entered this beautiful candlelit space and all these mats and blankets were, were laid out beautifully. And I just laid down, I saw all these beautiful bowls and not only did they look beautiful, they sounded just, I mean, the vibrations that were coming into my body and the way that it was making me feel and just helping me just to, it was just helping me so deeply to relax and just let go of all of the, you know, the outside world. Um, but not only that, did I have an amazing experience in the sound journey, but the next day after I felt like just all of the, the worries, the stress, everything that, you know, sits on top of you, that it doesn't even belong to you a lot of the time. It just all sort of melted away. And I was left with just peace calmness real clarity underneath and I thought oh my gosh was this the, was this the bowls that did this and I tried it again and the same thing happened again and I thought I have to get involved in this I have to you know use this in my yoga classes so I booked onto a training uh, with the woman who, who led the sound healing and then after I sort of started practicing with the bowls I, I then intuitively felt that I needed to use my voice so um, one time in Shavasana, I could just feel this intuitive nudge. You know how your intuition can be so annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, just, just <laughs> sing, just sing. And I was like, no, shut up. I'm not singing. It's going to sound horrible. And um, But I just thought, you know what? There's something in this. It's going to be really healing for people. So I just started singing with the bowls just really intuitively. And I, you know, I thought it sounded a bit awful at, at first, but then people came up at the end and they said, God, when you brought your voice in, it was so healing. And so, yeah, and, that, and then it's led me to where I am today, you know, leading trainings and recording my own music and just doing music in a way that feels so much more aligned with my soul and in a way that I can actually make a really positive and healing impact in the world. So that's where I am right now. <laughs> The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Life can be super overwhelming and so many people are burnt out without even feeling it. Symptoms can include things like lack of motivation, feeling helpless or feeling trapped, detachment, fatigue, and so much more. You guys know I've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, like my struggle with burnout, especially with managing so many different things. It honestly is just not a good feeling. Like I end up feeling super tired, literally can't do anything, have no motivation, am absolutely struggling, and it's not fun at all. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in our life can lead us to feel burnt out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Therapy is such a beautiful tool to incorporate into our daily lives, no matter what you are dealing with and what is on your plate. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Manifest Daily listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash manifest daily. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash manifest daily. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. gets me whenever I have guests on and I ask them to share their stories for a lot of guests if not most of them there's always this part of the story where it's like they hit a rock bottom yeah right and and you sort of describe that like you got to the point where you were no longer doing music like you didn't have this income that you had before you had to move back home a relationship ended like when you were in that place I guess 
what were some of the things that led you to yoga? Did you have any of these like synchronistic moments or was it sort of like, mm. you're like, okay, I guess, you know, I have nothing else to do on this day. Like, let me just go to this yoga class. Like what led you to, I guess, take that first step to the bridge? Yeah, you're so right in what you said about rock bottom, because I think I think when you hit that place, you can either drown and just feel really sorry for yourself and, you know, have a, have a big old pity party or you can make a choice to actually change your life. And if I looked at my life, there were so many things that weren't serving me. You know, my party lifestyle, this this lovely guy that I was with, but we weren't we just weren't growing together. Just just so many things. The way I was talking to myself, even down to things like that, the things that I was was eating or friends I was hanging out with. And it just sort of became clear that I needed to make a few changes. So I just decided that I was going to change. And I started small. It started with, um, uh, how did I start? Meditation. I just sort of got this real intuitive nudge to start start meditating, you know, in your bedroom, your parents' bedroom. I just got a pillow and sat on the floor and I just stuck on like a YouTube meditation. And I just felt that I needed to just carry on doing it. And then I think, I think when you just make the decision, I think it really is, there's such a power in making a choice. And I think that alone creates shifts and opens you up to receive guidance and um, bring in synchronicities into your life. So when you decide, right, I'm changing, I'm willing to do the work, I feel that the universe comes in, it swoops in, it's like, okay, here you go, you're ready now, we're going to give you all of this stuff to help you along your journey. And that's really what happened. You know, it started with me just sort of, yeah, sitting on a pillow in my parent in my parents' house, just meditating for 20 minutes a day. And then my friend said, oh, why don't you come? You know, I've just trained as a yoga teacher. Why don't you come and do one of my classes? And I just found it to be so, yeah, so amazing to move my body like that. And it's all about, you know, focusing on the breath and going inside yourself. Um, and so I got, you know, I, I started doing all of the, the yoga classes around London. And that that was just slowly sort of, really changing me from the inside out I started listening to people like Tony Robbins you know the amazing American coach and uh, saying his affirmations every day and I remember like crying walking through the woods every morning I had like a little morning routine and I'd be saying every day in every way I'm getting stronger and stronger mm-hmm. <laughs> but that would you know it really it really helped me at the time because I was just such such in not a good place and then you know after probably about a year of that I thought do you know what? I already teach dance based classes I'm sort of you know teaching a lot of classes around London why don't I just why don't I just take the leap and 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 book onto a yoga teacher training and yes I felt like I wasn't I probably wasn't ready on a lot of levels but there was also another part of me that was so felt so cool to share this amazing practice that had helped me so much um you know with the rest of the world because I think all of us want to feel like we're making a difference and I thought that I would be able to heal myself a little more if I felt that I was making a difference in the world so but I, I was like oh god am I ready and I was toing and froing about it and I said and you know by this point I was getting into the law of attraction I was building more of a connection with the universe it was all still very new to me but so exciting that you know there was there was something else supporting me out there I wasn't on my own and uh, so I you know I put it out there I said universe please give me a sign like should I book onto this yoga teacher training and I was driving back to my parents' house one day and I, I pulled up behind a car at the traffic lights the same day that I'd asked the question and the number plate was something yoga, like Y03A oh, wow. or whatever it was. <laughs> and I was wow. like, thank you. And I was, yeah, I was like, that's really clear sign. So I yes. booked onto the training and I was on the plane on New Year's Day, probably still a little bit drunk on gin and tonic, but I was like, I am there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my, you know what? It's also wild too, how you like sort of got these like crumbs, right? Sort of these like specific, like, okay, do this next. Or you felt called to do this. Then you took that step and then the steps got bigger and bigger until all of a sudden it was like a leap that you were taking. But yeah, I also love that you like had the, the sort of knowing to ask for that sign or ask for guidance. And then when you got the sign, you actually listened because that's a big step too. I feel like we don't talk about that enough that, yeah, you can like ask for a sign or whatever, but when you do get the sign, one, you got to be able to recognize the sign, but two, are you going to actually be ready to act on it if you get it? And I love that you got it clear as day. (laughs) And you were like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. We're doing this. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think the more you do it and the more you follow that intuition, the, the more you prove yourself right. So the easier oh, yeah. it becomes. Yeah. Oh, 
Absolutely. I feel like that's like the biggest thing is like the more that you do it, the easier it gets to one sort of know when you're feeling pushed the nudge towards something and like not feel crazy. Cause I remember I used to get like these intuitive nudges or I used to get messages and be like, no, 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 no. Like I'm insane because you have no proof. <laughs> and I think we're so used to like looking for this physical proof in our mm. reality that when we get something that's an intuitive download or a message and there's no actual proof right now in this moment and what we're able to see, we're like, okay, that's not it. Like that doesn't make mm. sense. Like this, this is just not, let's not even listen that but the more that you do start to listen to that and the more that you are shown like you are right like you're not crazy these are valid messages that you're receiving the more that you're able to trust that and actually have the faith to like lean into it whenever it does come to you so I love that that was like part of your journey um I'm really curious about songs like just like general music right because we know that you know, music, words, um, speech, the things we say, and it's all vibration. It's all powerful. Right. But what, what happens when you actually like listen to your favorite music and you get chills? Is that like a version of sound healing or is that just sort of like the music affecting you because it's at a specific vibration, which I guess could also, I mean, does that fall into the definition of sound healing? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the music that you're listening to. I suppose you can get, you know, really up, upbeat music and I I think whenever you're getting chills I always see it as like you're really aligning with your soul and it could that can never be a bad thing right that's that's always healing because you're coming back to your true nature it's like your soul's coming up to the surface to be like yes more of this please um but I and maybe you know maybe it's the words and the lyrics and the music that give you those tingles and make you feel good I would say that yes when you're listening to music that's making you feel really good and songs that you love it is a form of sound healing but I I I think that you'd probably receive different benefits in that you know if you're listening to upbeat music you're probably dancing around and you're getting adrenaline and your heart's beating a little bit faster and it's that real sort of happy kick whereas if you're listening if it sound healing there is a little bit of a difference because um and there's a couple of or a few benefits that I didn't touch upon when I was talking about it before so when you're lying down to receive sound healing it doesn't actually have to you know sound healing doesn't have to sound like music so music really is is ordered is is sound ordered you know there's a structure there's verses there's a chorus there's um there's a structure to the song there's rhythm there's beats so you kind of know what to expect and where the music is going so that in itself can give you that sort of you know those happy vibes like woohoo but with sound healing you know we're really encouraged to actually um to not give uh, unless you know you're doing some kind of drumming sound healing but it's it's very it's sort of unpredictable and it's it's um you know it's it's encouraged that we help people to really drop into deep states of relaxation through in my instance using crystal bowls it's really long held tones and you'd ne- you'd never know what to expect what's coming up um because there's no sort of structure or organization to it you just play it very intuitively and um, the benefit to this is it helps you to come out of your mind out of your thinking mind and predicting what's going to come next and it helps you to really drop into a deeper state of relaxation so with sound healing when you're listening to again in my instance the crystal singing bowls the waves the sound waves coming from the bowls they're called sine waves and they're very similar in nature to our brain waves so there's a resonance and a familiarity between the so what happens is the brain waves or the sound waves coming from the bowls will start to shift the brain waves into uh, the delta and the theta brainwave states and these are the brain waves that are associated with deep relaxation also things like creativity clarity peace uh, receiving intuitive messages all of these things that perhaps we couldn't connect with if you were listening to you know like Zara Larson <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. she'd help you tap into intuitive <laughs> messages I don't know but but there's just I guess there's a few more of these benefits and when we're really really relaxed um we're um, activating the parasympathetic nervous system and then with the, when that system is is um is activated then we uh, things like um oxytocin and serotonin they're chemicals and hormones that are released into the system which are like uh oxytocin is like the love hormone um like the hormone that's released when you get a big hug uh serotonin serotonin is like the happy hormone so you're like coming into this love bubble when you're really really relaxed what else got so many other other benefits nitric oxide is released into the body which helps to expand the blood vessels so the blood flow can can um be uh 
can be can increase and also it activates the pineal gland which is the the third eye you know so it it stimulates the third eye to receive intuitive messages and to help you connect with your own inner wisdom so yes I think music and songs can be so um, uplifting and elevating depending obviously on what the music is and it can connect you with your soul and leave you feeling really high and happy but I think there's definitely different benefits to actually just lying down and going into that that state of meditation that sound healing gives you yeah and I'm sure just the the setting the intention right of what you're going into when you're deliberately going into like a sound healing session does help versus when you're like listening to music and I guess you're you know, your intention is just to enjoy the song. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Just, uh, just go listen to the lyrics or whatever, or, you know, feel sad. I don't know, maybe listening to some love songs and you're feeling a little sad, whatever the case is. But in terms of like manifestation, right? Like how does sound healing actually assist us in manifestation? Like, do you ever find yourself, I guess, speaking affirmations or sort of like, I guess, visualizing what you want to manifest when you're in that sound healing session, or do you kind of like go blank and allow your, your, um, the, yourself to be open to the messages, like whatever is coming through? I love this question. <laughs> um, yeah. So one of the properties of quartz crystal, um, which is what makes up uh, the crystal singing bowls is that it amplifies intention. So, which means that any intention or manifestation that you have in your heart will be amplified by the vibration of the crystal singing bowls, <laughs> which is amazing. Wow. So they're, yeah. they're really powerful manifesting tools. So, which means you have to be careful actually with what you're kind of, you know, thinking and feeling, mm-hmm. not feeling, so, you know, all feelings are welcome, but you know, what you're thinking about when you're playing the bowls. So I've got a story around this actually. When I uh, first got my first crystal singing bowl, I, I just intuitively knew that they were really powerful manifestors. And at the time, I, I really didn't have much money at all. I just booked on, uh, well, I'd, I'd done the level one training. I'd, I'd got one bowl and they're so expensive. And I thought I would really love to do level two sound healing and I'd love to get myself another bowl. Worked out how much money I would need and it was about one and a half thousand pounds. And I thought, oh gosh, like that was a lot of money for me. And and I thought, how am I going to make this money? And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to sit with my bowl and just manifest it. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, oh, don't be silly. Like, how can you, you know, how can you do that? But, you know, I, I got so into the law of attraction, and everything. And I thought, wow, what if the bowls, you know, really, really can help with this? So I just sat and um, I just really intuitively kind of asked, um, you know, how can I? And I, I think that everyone's way of manifesting is really different, by the way. I don't again, I don't think there's one size fits all. Um, and I can't remember exactly what I did, but I just intuitively felt into it, sort of asked, you know, how can I make this money? I really want to do my level two training and get another bowl. This is the amount that I need like, please, you know, on some level, bring it my way, bring it into my field. The next day, I or, or in the night or something, I received a an idea. And I had a membership, or I still have the membership, actually, I have a membership, a, a monthly membership called Soul Stretch, which is like a yoga membership. And an idea just dropped into my head, I'd never thought of it before. And the idea was, why don't you run an annual membership rather than a monthly one? And it was so simple. And I thought, Oh, okay. And I, I just put a little post on my Facebook group and I said, I'm running an annual membership offer. Does anyone want, um, you know, to purchase a whole year instead of going month by month, you know, a discounted rate. But uh, after 48 hours, I had, I think it was three or four people uh, bought the offer and I had £1,475 in my oh, account wow. within 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. so I don't think, I know. So I don't think that like you just ask for something and like the money just drops into your account. I think when yes. you're manifesting and you ask for something, you're given the opportunity to create it for yourself. So Yes. So they are powerful manifestors. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that story. Yes. I completely agree with you. Like I love when people explain manifestation in this way. It's like, because it it empowers you, right? Because think about it in this way. It's like, if you were to feel like all you could do is just ask and sit back and have to receive it, it it sort of takes away a bit of your power in the manifestation process. And you're like waiting on something, someone, you know, the universe, (laughs) God, to help you versus being able to recognize and realize that like you can help yourself. Like, yes, you're going to be shown the opportunities, the people, like you're going to be given the ideas, but like take action on them and I love that you were you took action you were so inspired you reached out to your community and you're like hey I have this thing and they were like oh of course like let's (laughs) like they were giving you the money to be (laughs) able to like create more 
right? Yeah, and to, and exactly. to create more abundance, to create more, um, just like helping more people, all this good stuff. So we talked about some of the frequencies because you mentioned um, the frequencies when you're doing like the sound healing. Are there other frequencies that are known to like assist in the manifestation process? Because I know that there's like the the music out there where it's like, 450 hertz like they have the numbers and stuff like is there a specific one that you know that you tap into when you're doing your sound healing or when you recommend someone like listen to specific sounds for manifestation you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Do you know what? My gut instinct is that it's not that black and white. And, you know, you see because life isn't black and white life is always in a state of flux and change and I think that your intention is is so powerful by itself you know I think we give so much power away to the outside world to numbers to magical frequencies and forgetting that actually we have so much power within us to create shifts you know with you know our intention our our um, thoughts and our feelings are just energy as well so I think we have the power to shift and change things just from our own intention. There, you know, there is so much out there. You know, for instance, there's one, it's said that I think it's five to eight hertz is supposed to be the love frequency. And I just find myself the I just find myself thinking, how can you limit love to a frequency? It just doesn't sit, it doesn't it doesn't sit with me. I don't think I think there's definitely something to be said for for some of them. So for instance, you know, each of my crystal singing bowls have different frequencies and they all relate to the different chakras the different energy centers in the body and I think if you so for instance you know a c note is um is it's, it resonates with your root chakra your base chakra which is to do with uh, your sense of stability and trust and um, feeling safe in this world and when you play it it's said to bring harmony and balance back to this part of your body you know physically and energetically but I think you have to couple that with your intention. I think that that frequency plus intention is really, really healing. And I, I don't think frequency alone is enough. I, and I also think, you know, we're all, we don't all vibrate at the same frequency as human beings. We're all different vibrational frequencies, which will require different frequencies at different times, depending on where we're at in our life. So I think it's not as black and white as that. I think it's not a one size fits all. It's, um, it's finding what works for you because there's that saying, isn't there? What someone's medicine is, is someone else's poison. So I think one frequency in someone else's body will be someone's medicine, someone else's poison. So um, sorry, I can't be more specific with that, but that's just my take on it. <laughs> no, no, I love this because I, I have been seeing like a lot of those lately. And it's one of those things where, you know, obviously I'm not as familiar with like sound healing and sort of exactly what you just explained, but like this really helps because I've also kind of looked at it and been like okay do you just listen to this and it's supposed to help you call in this specific thing like is it only limited to that like are like there, I just had so many questions around how do you use this frequency for this specific intention and then how do you know that this is the only intention for the specific frequency and I guess I just I, I didn't understand how it worked. But that makes sense that what exactly what you're saying that it really just depends on you and we can't necessarily like limit the frequencies and what we're using these um I guess these sounds for, especially like the YouTube videos. I know you've seen the YouTube video one. Yeah. It's something yeah. I'm still like looking into and I haven't really found an answer for yet if I'm honest. I just um 
Yeah, I, I, for me, it's it's all about the intention, your intention behind it. And I think that that is the most powerful thing of all. Yeah. So when you do like sound healing, then say you have, um, is it usually like a group session or is it one-on-one that you, I do, I do both. I prefer group set group, um, sessions, but, uh, I do one-to-ones as well. Okay. And when you do a group, do you then start off the session by helping the people in the group focus on their intention for that session? Yes, always. Yeah. Because for me, you know, if you take out intention, you're taking out half of the, you know, half of the recipe of, of healing that for me anyway. Um, so I will, a lot of the time people don't know what they need. This is the problem. And they, you know, if, if you go to a yoga class or a sound team and someone says, right, what's your intention? It can be really hard to kind of think, oh, I don't know what I need. I just want to, you know, relax or whatever. So I try and just keep it really simple. And a lot of the time I'll say, I'm going to, you know, invite you to think of an intention. It can be as simple as just one word, like what, what word do you want to call into your life this month? You know, is, is it peace? Is it love? Is it um, joy? Uh, or, you know, I, I guide them to ask a question because that can be really powerful as well. Because when you go into um, deeper states of consciousness with the sound healing, it can open you up to to the answers that of course are already all inside you anyway. So, you know, is there a question that you want some clarity around at this point in your life? Um, or I, I'll offer, you know, a really simple statement, like just get them to repeat, I am open to receiving the healing that I need. And that will, and also the, the real key ingredient to having an intention is not just saying the words, you really have to connect with it and you have to feel it in your heart and let it land in your body because otherwise it, it's just, it, it's energy, isn't it? It's like um, feeling it is, is like the turbo boost that sends it out to, for the universe to receive it for its then process. That's the way I see it anyway. So yes, definitely always intention. I love that. It just reminds me of like when you're working out and how they say like when you're working a specific muscle, it's really good when you sort of like focus in like you you have an intention around that muscle. Like you're literally thinking about it. You're sort of envisioning it working as you're working the muscle <laughs> to sort of help it actually um, target that muscle better than if you're just sort of aimlessly like working out and not really thinking about what you're doing or, or setting an intention and being focused on what you're doing. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. So we talked a bit about like incorporating this practice into our everyday lives, but like, what does this look like for someone who wants to dive into this practice and sort of on both ends of like wanting to maybe join a group session? Like, where do they even find one? Like, how does that process? Do you just Google it? Um, And then on the other hand, for someone who actually wants to become a sound healer, like, do you personally offer maybe like any courses or anything for someone who wants to dive into that from like the teacher and healer end yeah sure so if you are new and you're just starting out yeah I mean Google's always a really good place to start and sound healing fortunately is becoming a much bigger thing these days which is incredible so um you can definitely google your local area you know that sound healing classes or sound uh, sound journeys um you can have a look in, you know, local newspapers or magazines that advertise things, uh, Facebook groups, Instagram, I find is always a really good, good place to connect with, um, with things that I want to do. Uh, Eventbrite as well is also, I don't know, do you have that in America? Eventbrite? Yes. I think, yeah, yes. that's a great, great I'm one. always on there. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> I think meetups as well might be depending on yeah. I know, your area and stuff, but meetups can yes. be one too. Yeah, so there's loads of different resources out there. Just again, I would um, just try. I would try a few different ones and see which instruments resonate with you, which teachers resonate with you, and go from there. And yeah, just go then follow the thread of what what you resonate with. And in terms of if you want to become a sound healer, it's actually this is really perfectly timed because I am currently running an online training and I've got another one Ooh. starting at the end of July. <laughs> oh my so, God, that's um, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's the first one is, is just been so magical. I've got 30 sound sisters on the course and it's just been an amazing journey. We're nearly at the end now, but um, there's been a high demand for me to do another one. So um, yeah, it starts 25th of July it's a 12 week on online journey and really it's for anyone who you don't have to become a sound healer who leads sound journeys and teaches it or anything like that it can just simply be for your own personal practice at home you know if you want to bring sound healing into your own spiritual practice your own practice at home then 
it's going to be a beautiful training for you as well. So we, we touch on the science of sound, uh, intention, manifesting, the qualities of the bowls, the chakras. We go on a deep dive into the chakra journey because, you know, I really believe that you can only help to heal other people to the extent that you've actually worked on and helped to heal yourself. So for me, the inner work and the spiritual work you do on yourself is, is really, really important. And often, you know, you're your best teacher and, and the bowls are such great teachers as well. So I'm really encouraging people to go on a dive inside and see where the blockages are so that they can be better people and better sound healers. Oh, so much, so much magic in the course. And uh, yeah, there's an early bird offer on, on, the mo- on at the moment until the end of June. So um, you can go to my website, which is hollyhustler.com. Uh, there's no T in Hustler. And yeah, head to the online sound healer training section and all of the course information and the early bird offer is, is on there. So I'd love to have you if you resonate with me. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. I love that. And of course, this has been such a beautiful, beautiful conversation, Holly. I will have all of your links down below, but um, I would love if we could like wrap up this episode with you sharing where we could find you online. Like I said, all the links will be down below. So I'll put specifically your site link and then the link also to um, this offer as well, because this episode will definitely be going up before the July date. So for anyone who's like interested, they can definitely sign up as well. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So like I said, my website is hollyhustler.com and then Instagram is at I am Holly Hustler. And I think that's pretty much it. (laughs) Thank you so much again, Holly, for joining me for today's conversation. This was amazing. I'm literally going to go look into one, your membership, but then also (laughs) two, some of the sound healing in my area because I feel like I resonate with this and I I really want to try it out. Yeah. yeah, do it. Yeah, I, I do like a lot of online stuff as well. So I do free Instagram lives every Tuesday morning and I get people from America and all over the world oh so you can come gosh. and join me. Yay! Not me missing it this morning. No! I know! Well, it, it's, it's saved on my Instagram so you can go back and do it tonight. Oh my God, yay! Is it like a sound healing session that yeah. you do? Oh, yeah, I okay. just do like half hour sessions every Tuesday morning just as a little freebie for my community. And uh, yeah, save them all. Oh. So they're all on there. Oh, I lo- okay. I'm literally going to go listen to this one after, <laughs> after we jump off. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love the show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.